0: Hello, it's Friday, December 23rd. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. We begin this week with an article on how to get better at asking for help at work. This article first appeared in the Harvard Business Review. This may sound familiar to you, but most people have a never-ending mountain of work to get through and would likely feel immense relief if their workload were in some way lessened. Yet so many of us don't actually ask for help, which is one way we can make our workload more manageable and feel less overwhelmed. After all, we're only human, We can't do everything ourselves or be as successful as we aspire to be if we don't ask for the support that we need. In a recent study on workplace stress, it found that many people don't ask for help for fear of what might happen if they do ask for help. Seems illogical, but that is the way it is, and some of the more common limiting beliefs include It'll make them look weak or incompetent. It'll be imposing on others or seem needy. Others might lose confidence in the person asking for help. Or you may not be able to count on anyone, so you need to do everything yourself. Does any of that sound familiar? Deborah grayson Regal, who's an executive coach, is a co-author of a book, Go to Help, 31 strategies to offer, ask for, and accept help. She says, among those limiting beliefs, we are likely to feel reluctant, embarrassed, alone, ashamed, etc. As a result of those feelings, the behaviors that show up look like resistance, withdrawing, isolating, or overperforming. So let's look at some tools you can turn the page and feel comfortable in asking for help. First, identify the limiting beliefs that you may have and the assumptions that are holding you back. Next, reflect on the source of your limiting beliefs. If you really think about it, uh, bring some awareness to the situation, you can see where or how your reluctance to ask for help initially developed, and it can provide useful insights. For example, maybe you did ask someone for help and they didn't do the job right. And then you had to go back and finish it yourself anyway. Or maybe you did ask for help and then there was a boss or a colleague who went, wow, this person's not doing the job themselves. So it's important to do that self-reflection and figure out where that reluctance is coming from. And then finally, the author says, Step back and reflect regularly. Reflection is where a lot of the learning happens. So find a regular time and cadence. Maybe it's daily. Maybe it's weekly. uh, To ask yourself some good reflective questions, here are a few to look for. Where was I able to ask for help? What made it easier to do this? Where didn't I ask for help when I really could have used it? What held me back? Where do I have the opportunity to ask for help next? And what might I try differently next time? Next, we have a brief update on some regulatory news. The Health Resources and Services Administration began issuing repayment request notices to provider relief fund recipients who must repay funds. If your practice receives a repayment request notice based on an HRSA finding of non-compliance or the results of an audit, you can request a decision review. As a reminder, the decision review is not related to payment calculations and determinations. If you believe your payment was incorrectly calculated, visit the Payment Reconsideration page I'll provide you with a couple of links in the episode show notes. I'll leave you this week with a leadership article on why reducing physician burnout must be an urgent national priority. This article first appeared on AMA's association page. While we do hear a lot of doom and gloom news about physician burnout, this article says that there is some cause for optimism. As the author writes, we already know the difference between physicians who find joy and satisfaction in their work and those experiencing burnout. The former are thoroughly supported by the leaders and teams around them. They work in practices or systems that value high-quality patient care and allow physicians to bring the full measure of their skills, training, and experience to bear. Their work is streamlined through de-implementation of unnecessary tasks, seamless integration of digital tools with user-centered design, and engagement of staff to handle non-physician work. Everyone in these settings is working together in alignment to provide quality care and improve the patient experience. As we know, that that particular scenario is easier read uh, on a podcast than it is lived in reality. So there are obstacles here. There are things that need to be worked through administratively and through the different processes of the practice. Ultimately, burnout can only be eradicated by addressing larger systemic obstacles that frustrate physicians and make it unnecessarily difficult to deliver high-quality patient care. There are a couple of things that AMA, for instance, is doing to uh, try to overcome some of those obstacles. According to the article, AMA is pushing to reform prior authorization It's clear that insurers are so overusing this onerous cost-control tool that the average physician is now faced with filling out more than 40 such requests each week. It's an archaic, opaque process, and it hurts patients whose care is regularly delayed and denied. Also, AMA is supporting physician-led teams in fighting scope creep, reducing stigma around mental health, So that physicians can get help when they need it battling in courts and legislatures against government interference in medical decision making and pushing back against disinformation and anti-science aggression each of these efforts is aimed at helping physicians do the work that drew them into this profession in the first place treating patients you can keep up with the latest industry news by subscribing to the MGMA insights newsletter at mgmacom newsletter. if you want to become part of the healthcare discussion you can join the MGMA stat panel by texting stat to 33550 and to keep up with the latest healthcare legislation visit mgma.com/advocacy this has been the MGMA week in review I'm Daniel Williams Thanks, and have a great weekend.